I'm Duncan McLeod, and this is TCS Plus brought to you by Tech Central. If you haven't subscribed yet, youtube.com slash techcentral is the address to use. Hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, and you'll never miss, miss another episode of TCS Plus or the Tech Central show. Now, Justin Hume is no stranger to the Tech Central show. He's vice president for mobile at Samsung Electronics in South Africa, and the perfect person to fill us in on this week's exciting launch of the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 5 and the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 5. Justin, I can't believe it's been five years that Samsung has been uh, making these folding phones already. It feels like just the other day you got into this market. It was. Can you believe it? It's, uh, and firstly, thanks very much for having me on the show. But five years have gone by in the blink of an eye. Uh, but you know what, what's intrigued me is that that journey started eight years prior to launching oh, wow. our very first mobile phone. So these, this is not something that I suppose we've lived with for a short period of time. But, you know, thinking about it, we, we had this idea of, okay, how do we take a phone and, and basically bend the glass in half and create what is today a foldable? And, you know, at the time, it was a much derided idea. It was uh, an impossible idea. And... It, it was one of those things that was claimed to be, could not be done. Uh, certainly not a level of mass uh, production uh, that we, we find it at today. But here we are five generations later. Uh, and I think what we've seen is a, a, a massive refinement of the product, um, mm. optimization of the features that come through. And um, they're looking good at the same time. So we've got uh, a great multitasking use case uh, with the product in a pocketable device. So uh, we, we're pretty pleased with the, the output of uh, yesterday's announcement. Well, to take us through, Justin, just how strategically important folding phones have become for Samsung and why, why this particular product category is um, so strategically important for Samsung. So the foldable category, we certainly see this as a growth category uh, coming uh, coming to the fore. So really, as you create these type of um, environments, we, we you know, there's a learning curve from both us as the manufacturer, there's also from the consumer side. What can I physically do with this device? Uh, we're finding consumers are creating new use cases almost every day. What's great about that is that you obviously then have the application community that, that follows closely thereafter, or in fact, I shouldn't say thereafter, but actually leading a lot of that change. So originally you would have maybe the uh, benefit of an additional calendar, perhaps on the external screen. And then we, we started looking at, well, how do we integrate uh, maps, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, navigation effectively. Today, these external displays on the foldable products are now full phones in their own true right, effectively. So this is the sort of journey that you, you go through. Uh, a number of research agencies are putting out there that the foldable market will be in excess of 100 million devices by 2027. Uh, so that's a staggering growth from, from where we are today. It certainly shows that there's a consumer appetite for this uh, type of uh, form factor. So very much a a category that we believe has growth potential, but also uh, gives new opportunities as we we figure out, well, how do I have the benefit of a 
pocketable device that opens up into the likes of a tablet. You know, I can certainly say for my own use case environment, uh, every day mm. checking our ERP solutions, our you know our sales and supply, uh, what's the stock on hand. These are things that uh, in the past I'd have to really almost squint down and try and keep zooming in on a standard bar type handset. Today, I simply open my Galaxy Fold and I've got information that is easily readable uh, at, the, at my fingertips. That's before we even think about, you know, sort of the fun side of the device being around gaming or around, uh, you know, watching a podcast, uh, going onto Netflix and the like. Mm-hmm. I wanted to quote, Justin, there was a, um, a, a new report out, I think just this morning, in fact, from a company called Global Data, talking about the uh, the release of these new devices from Samsung this week. And I thought it was uh, interesting what they said. And I'm just going to quote one or two things from, from this report that they issued. Um, and I quote, firmly, these devices firmly cement Samsung's lead in the foldable segment. Uh, it said too that these new feature, the new features that are being offered on these phones suggest that the new flex hinge uh, offered and the bigger front display on the Flip 5 will, quote, be highly appealing to consumers. Uh, Justin, maybe take us through the highlights of both of these two handsets. Let's maybe start with the Flip 5 and tell me, tell me what's new with this device compared to, the, to its predecessor, the Flip 4. So uh, the Flip is very much a phone uh, aimed, I'm going to say it's a fun phone, if, effectively. Uh, it's right. nice and compact, it's tiny. And historically, so you've got a, a foldable device. So think about your standard bar type phone that you would literally shut in, in half, you know, so it would uh, close that, that way. And uh, you, you can put into a purse, into a handbag, into a backpack, uh, you know, pockets is, is with great ease. So that's been yeah. what the form factor does. What we've now expanded on the outside is a full screen display. So historically, with previous generations, we had a, a display. It was a 1.9-inch uh, screen. Now, basically, it was, uh, and not to knock uh, the product, it, uh, but for the purpose of describing it here, it was a glorified notification bar. Uh, today, we have a mobile device, uh, a mobile screen on the outside of our Flip 5. That massively changes the game. So suddenly, I can get, my, as I was mentioning earlier on, my navigation um, on the outside display. I can utilize something like Samsung Wallet. So there I can have my credit card information, um, you know, well, tokenization thereof, uh, to, to pay uh, when I'm at a, at a speed point and the like. But I can incorporate things like, um, in the future, we will have items like your identification documents or concert tickets and the like. These are all displayed at the touch of the screen on the external device. So you don't have to open up the handset to, to get that information. But the great thing about it is that when you do want a larger form uh, to, to look at, you pop open the screen and there you've got a 6.7 inch display uh, in, in all its glory. So that is the Flip 5, probably the key USP that we see coming out uh, on, on that product. From a Fold 5 perspective, and in fact, this goes true for the Flip as well, we have integrated the brand new hinge that means that the phone folds completely flat um you know when when closed mm-hmm. together there's no longer a gap uh, historically on the devices there was always a little bulge for where the hinge needed to go this is now seamless um and that also makes sure that when you unfold the device the the crease down the center of the screen uh, is largely eliminated at, at this point so mm-hmm. uh, very appealing from a from a usability perspective at this time. But uh, what I love about the, the Fold is 
outside of the design, you know, it, it's um, or, or that folding hinge, we've put it on a bit of a diet. Um, so we, we sent it off to uh, the gym and it came back a, a little bit lighter. It came back a little mm-hmm. bit slimmer and uh, it came back more powerful. So clearly something that I myself am not doing, but it certainly uh, we, we, um, we, we see that the device has really um, taken the power level up. And that's uh, through a great partnership that we have with Qualcomm uh, on the processor. Mm-hmm. So you might be familiar with our Galaxy S23 chipset that we did with them. Uh, arguably, the S23 is the best mobile phone for gaming and for power output on the, on the market today. That same processor that is bespoke, it's designed for Galaxy by Qualcomm, is now present in both the Flip and the, the Fold. Yes, as a, as a Galaxy S23 Ultra user myself, I can testify that the battery life on the device is incredible and that uh, lower manufacturing process on that chip, no doubt, contributes enormously to the, uh, to the power efficiency of the devices. Definitely. So you know, you're not having to make a bigger device so that you can accommodate a bigger battery in order to improve mm. the, the battery life. You're now using a far more efficient processor, um, and, and that efficiency doesn't come at the expense of uh, power. So and, mm. and the actual processing capability of the of the chip. So in fact, if anything, it's it's far more enhanced. So it, it's great yeah, for gaming, uh, for, for processing, and it gives us other opportunities within the multitasking environment. So on the Fold 5 now, I can bring the two-handed operation to the screen. And when you think about it, if you were to pick up your phone today, and so you mentioned you've got the S23 Ultra, um, but if you were to pick up any manufacturer's handset today, you cannot... Um, touch one side of the screen, for example, with your thumb and the other side of the screen with your, so your left hand thumb and your right hand thumb touching the screen and then utilize the screen using both inputs. Can't happen. You can only have a single input at at any particular point in time. Today, the fold allows you to have dual input. So when you think about that, so what does that mean? If you were to send me one of your articles where we've got a picture of us in there, I can yeah. tap on the left-hand side of, of the screen and uh, hold the image down because I want to share that pic with uh, my family. With my right hand, I pop open the messaging application and I simply then drag across the uh, image and it pops it. It's already cut it out of the article. It's popped it into the messaging service for me and uh, off I send it. So um, one of those things difficult to describe, yeah, it's something that you've really got to go play with and see, and you'll see immediately the daily benefit that you would have from such a, a product. Yeah. Now, I imagine, Justin, I haven't used one of these devices, but I imagine that, um, if, for example, if you're using the Flip 5 on the outside screen and you, you're busy in an app like WhatsApp, for example, and you flip it open, it continues in that app just giving you more real estate? It does. So this is app continuity uh, that, that we feature on the devices. Okay. And it's something that you, you know, as a user, you take it simply for granted. You think, okay, yeah. well, I'm using it on the outside screen, but suddenly I want a larger keyboard. I want to see the um, video that's in it on the on the larger larger screen. Simply opening the device, it's there and it's re-rendered in the right size for you. This is, you know, we instantly. were talking earlier on about, instantly, yes. Uh, we were talking about how we've moved over five generations from a product where I could open WhatsApp on the outside screen, which was a great achievement. Then I would have to reopen the application on the main screen. Now today, I seamlessly move between front screen, inside screen, and back uh, in a a seamless fashion. And and Mm. it's, it's, again, a situation where 
we're not having to work hard at this technology. The application developer um, has understood the benefit of the foldable category and has seen the need to de design in conjunction with something to op offer something as simple as that, uh, that is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Cameras are still very important in smartphones. Uh, in fact, uh, I think many people regard them as the most important feature in a phone, even more important than the dialer, perhaps. Um, uh, to tell us a bit about the cameras in these new devices and what they're capable of. So whilst we haven't increased the camera size, but if we think about the, the Fold 5, it's a 50 megapixel main camera. And you're entirely right. I think this notion of camera size can be, it's still a key buying a factor, a decision-making factor, but it's not necessarily the most important one. So we, we have a feature called dual pixel. Uh, we also look at mm -hmm. the pixel size that comes into play there. So really what we, we're saying is you've got this, which is a, a sizable camera, the 50 megapixel uh, camera, the, the main one, uh, but it still has our uh, nitography features that we find on the S23. Now, what that is for those who, who maybe are perhaps unfamiliar with it, Samsung is well regarded and well known for being able to take incredible low light photography. So often, you know, yes, there are those days where we out at the beach or whatever it might be, and we've got perfect sunshine and we, we capture a great image. But by and large, a lot of the imagery that we take is indoors or in conditions where the lighting is less than ideal. Because yeah. we've got the larger pixels, because we've got dual pixel technology, and as well as the AI processing that takes place behind this, uh, we're able to take incredible photography, and not only photography, but also videography in very um, dim conditions. And it comes out in a really bright way. You you minimize all that noise. So if you think about it, most people, when they take a video at night, perhaps uh, outside around the brine, that it comes out in a very grainy fashion. It's, it's a lot of noise within the in the image. Our phones with the AI cleans that all up, and you get what looks like a a shot that was taken in, in rather bright light, effectively. So, Justin, the all-important question is obviously pricing. Um, tell us about uh, tell us about how much these new devices are going to cost. And also, I know Samsung is very well known in this market for uh, for for offering very good trade-ins and other incentives uh, to convince customers to upgrade. Tell us about uh, not only the pricing but also what's on offer. Yes, and certainly we, we bring these phones to market that are in the premium category of the of the product. You know, they've got the latest in, in feature sets uh, coming coming through. The Galaxy Z Flip 5 starts at 27999 uh, for the product, and the Fold 5 starts at 43999 uh, if you were to buy it on a retail basis. Now, that's a, a great offer there. For, for the product where it sits. But, you know, we really would like this product to apply to as broad a market as possible. So we've been thinking about how do we reduce the cost impact to, to South Africans here at this time? And, you know, very much looking at the car market, you don't walk into a car dealership and expect always to buy a car uh, and pay full price. You sit, you bring your old car, you trade it in. And we've got a very similar model running for the handsets. So on a vast array of handsets, both Samsung and other manufacturers, you can go into your mobile operator store, your retailer store, and trade that, those products in. So get some value back for that handset. On that uh, list of handsets that we, we're looking at, if you were to be paying cash for the new flip or fold product it's a guaranteed 10,000 rand off the purchase price that samsung offers on a trade-in 
And then if you're looking at it from a postpaid or a contract perspective, uh, the value is really significant there. So you get a, a guaranteed 600 Rand per month off the wow. mobile contract. So that, that's massive. So if you look at the entry tariff starting price point, uh, would be about 1,299 Rand per month. That means once you've done a trade and you can get it for just 699 per month for the Galaxy Flip. Five, uh, so we think it's a great value offering for for the customers. The other way of looking at it is that you can be saying, okay, well, I can take the contract on a thousand two hundred ninety nine rand per month. That's obviously an entry contract, but I could use the trade in value that I get to actually migrate my tariff package higher. So you know, make sure that I get maybe a, a ten gigabyte uh, memory package with it, or a you know, more talk time, these type of things. So really the options are out there uh, for, for our customers. And the, the other comment around our offers that we bring to market at this point in time is it, because it is our pre-order period, we, we always want to show our appreciation to, to our consumers. And the base memory product for both the Fold and the Flip is a 256 gig product. Uh, so we are offering a double your memory uh, promotion right now. So if you come along and you buy that Flip 5 or Fold 5 and you get the 256 product, we upgrade it automatically to a 512 gig uh, memory variant. So uh, also we think a uh, good value for, for the customer right now. Half a terabyte of storage is a lot of photos, even with a 50 megapixel camera. So that's, that's great value, Justin. Great. Um, then, uh, of course, this week you also announced um, some other products alongside, uh, traditionally you always, during unpacked events, announce uh, more than just new smartphones. And you also announced the Tab S9 series tablets, including a new 14.4-inch tablet, which I think may be the biggest uh, tablet in the market, if I'm not mistaken. It, it probably is. Um, it's a fantastic product, the Tab S9 Ultra. What I love about these tabs is really, if we take a step back, we've got three sure. tabs. So as you mentioned there, the S9, S9 Plus, and the Ultra. So starting from an 11-inch product all the way up to, to, to the Ultra product. So form factor is what you're looking at there, and you decide the, uh, the scale, the size of screen that you're looking for. But the mm -hmm. interoperability as part of an ecosystem uh, is just being being improved each and every iteration that we have and I, I absolutely love this product so it comes um, as part of our launch promotion with the keyboard cover as well as the uh, Samsung Samsung's S Pen now this is fantastic so I, I really I'm almost at that point now where I can think about laptop versus uh, tablet it's got that level of functionality on board but even if I choose both because I'm looking for different products in different uh, settings the interoperability between phone PC, tablet uh, is is really seamless. What's great is that we are bringing this product out, and this is a first for the tablets. It's IP68 rated. That means uh, it's water and dust resistant. So as a standard tablet, uh, you know, you can now take this product um, down to the poolside when you, you know, you want to sit mm. there and work on it uh, without fear. Uh, you know, it handles last little bumps and bruises like you wouldn't expect. Mm. Uh, so that's a big step forward from a tablet uh, aspect. So all three have an IPA, IP68 rating, is that right? They do, the IP68 rated. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, uh, I mean, uh, you, I, I know there are times in the past where I've almost accidentally left my tablet outside in the rain, managed to get it just in time, but uh, it would be fantastic to have a device that uh, where I know if I leave it in the rain, it's not going to be destroyed. 
So how is this, uh, Duncan? If you were sitting out in that rain, not only would the tab work, but the S Pen is IP68 rated as well, and it can work even with water on the on the screen. So there's nothing to stop you from enjoying. Uh, maybe perhaps uh, during uh, one of those summer. I felt thunderstorm. Thunderstorms, yeah. You can give it a try. <laughs> I'm not advising it, but you can certainly do it. <laughs> I will not uh, be doing that, uh, Justin. But uh, thanks for the uh, thanks for the idea. But it's good to know that it is waterproof or water resistant. Um, so fantastic devices. And lastly, you've also launched a new watch, the Galaxy Watch Six. What's new there? We have so Galaxy Watch Six is um, obviously the latest iteration in our watch smartwatch series. When we think about the watches, yes, they principally to tell the time but certainly as you would have noted these days is our watches smart watches have become so much a, a part of our health journey that we that we take yeah. so you know whether it's measuring our uh, heart rate uh, we've now got an integrated ecg we look at um uh, afibril um irregularities within your heart rate that, that comes through. These are products of the of the device. But one of the things that we're really focusing on right now with the Watch 6 is sleep monitoring. And the reason for that is we believe that good health starts with good sleep. It's not only about how you go to bed at night, but how you wake up the following day that determines you know, how, how you're going to approach the day, how potentially successful you could be and the like. So we need to know how, what is the quality of our sleep? How do I improve my sleep? And um, what are the steps that I can take through the day uh, being coached on that to ensure that I get uh, better all-round health? We believe that this is a further integration to the broader health ecosystem that, that we offer. And the Watch 6 is very much focused around that in terms of the operability of the product to the extent that we have redesigned the, um, the actual band that you have, the, the strap that goes onto the watch. So in the past, if you wanted to change the strap, because normally we buy it with either the uh, leather strap or the um, sort of the silicon strap that, that goes on there, it now has a one-click button. No longer, you know, like many watches, you've got that little fine uh, hook that you've got to try and get a sharp nail into and remove it. It's, it's a difficult thing to, to change your, your strap. We now have a one-click strap allows you to take it off just before bed. We then have a soft um, cotton strap that can, or nylon strap that can can go on for, for sleep. Click it on and uh, measure your health and uh, or your sleep wellness uh, through the night. So that's uh, just one key aspect that we're looking at. The product does come in two products. So there's uh, the Galaxy Watch 6 and the Watch 6 Classic. And we've brought back the rotating bezel on the Classic so that you can easily scroll through the different uh, notifications, applications, and the like on the device. And it was a, it was a fan favorite. Um, we took it away. Uh, but, but after uh, hearing the, the sort of voice of customer, we've, we brought that back onto this product. Amazing. Okay, so there's two models. Are they the same price or is there a price difference between them? Uh, there's a price difference between between the two. Um, again, there's also not only two models, but there's different sizes. So simply ah. what we can think about there being a small and a large version, depending on the size of your wrist, depending on the size of the watch face that you're looking to do. Um, and then further to that, there's uh, the difference you can choose between a Bluetooth-enabled device or LTE-enabled device. What's great about going, if you look on the eSIM, the LTE-capable device, it means you can really make and receive calls directly, you know, without having to have your mobile handset present or connected. It's an independent yep. 
connectivity device. And one of the big things that we've brought through to that is WhatsApp. Uh, so this is something new. You're able to get WhatsApp on your, your handset. So if you're out there going for a run and you do need to uh, have a message response, uh, it can be done all from your Galaxy Watch 6. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, Justin, uh, if anyone wants to find out more details about these devices, like technical specs, where to order, et cetera, et cetera, uh, is there a centralized South African Samsung website where they should go to? Yeah, definitely. So just pop along to samsung.com. Uh, it'll auto pick you up that you head into the South African site and you'll see on the landing page uh, all the latest about the Galaxy Flip Fold and the watches and the tabs. Um, and we also have the Samsung um, e-store there if you wish to purchase alternatively these products are available to view and to purchase within pretty much all your major retailers and mobile mobile stores so available on the samsung website and through through the cellular operators and the usual retail stores that you'd expect to find the device that's it yeah great just justin before i let you go uh, folding phones uh, do you think this category is going to push into the mid-tier in the next few years. I know that Samsung um, made some comments in the last day or two about trying to trying to drive down the costs associated with building these devices. Um, should we expect in a couple of years to start to see um, these phones uh, pushing down into that mid-tier segment? Always a tricky one to answer because where's it going to? But I, I'll give you an analogy. Sure. Many years ago, I remember selling a 42-inch plasma screen television at 100,000 Rand. Today, <laughs> you have to give away a, a plasma TV. Uh, it would be almost worthless. Technology uh, has a trend to migrate down through uh, the, the generations and become available on a broader commercial platform, particularly as we get uh, efficiencies of commercial production um, and the application space embraces the foldable categories and like. So I think, yeah, watch the space. I think we, we're forever looking at how do we make more affordable uh, or make the product available to more consumers um, mm -hmm. with each iteration. Justin, it's always good to chat to you. Justin Hume is a VP for mobile at Samsung in South Africa. Thanks for sharing your insights with Tech Central today. It's much appreciated. Okay, thanks very much. Greatly appreciate it. Enjoyed it.